Hello and welcome to the Medaverse, that's M-E-D-Averse podcast with Matt and Ed. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode. I am Ed Campion, a local news director pursuing a computer science degree. For a long time, I've had a passion for building and working on computers, laptops, and other hardware. Recently, getting into software development with my studies. My good friend Matt Billadu is a recent college grad with a bachelor's degree in a similar field. Let's jump right into my recent conversation with him. Matt, how long have you had a passion for building and tinkering with computers? About 10 years. What operating systems and programming languages are do you prefer or do you use on a daily basis? Usually, I, I use Windows on my main computer because, unfortunately, Windows dominates everything. My preferred operating system is Linux Mint because, although I'm into Linux, I'm not hardcore. I like nice, simple Mint. The nice clean UI. Yes. Exactly. Mint is beautiful and just works unlike Arch and (laughs) everything else. Programming languages. I was doing a lot of Python programming previously, but now there's there's, like Python is still like, it's the easiest to write. It's, it's, It's the best in a way, but there's something about it that like, I think it's the lack of structure. I, I did my capstone project in Java and I was doing a lot of projects the semester before that in Java. So I, I've just been really using Java primarily. And I've I've been doing projects now in Java as, as part of like my job search and just picking like a specific thing to, to focus in on. I think it's the structure mostly that Python doesn't have. To be a really skilled Python developer, you have to know all of the Python-isms. And I, I'm obsessed with making sure that I'm, you know, following all of the conventions and in, in doing everything in accordance with the tools that I'm using. And that's very difficult on Python. You can write garbage code way too easily on Python. And it, it's not a criticism of Python. It's just that I don't want to spend years studying the, you know, quirks of Python just right. to make something that I could make now, you know, in Java much cleaner. So Java is what I'm doing for now. We should jump right into the first topic, the biggest topic in computers today. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost almost two years in to this global chip shortage. Yeah, so, I, I mean, the thing is, like, people call it a chip shortage, and it's not really a shortage, I mean. The same, the same terminology has been used for the way that the economy has been in general, like labor shortage, whatever. It's, it's really, it's, it's not a shortage. It's just that demands change exactly very very quickly Uh, you know i i don't remember where i read this essentially like tsmc usually operates at i believe 80 to 85 percent capacity so they always they usually have room to like up the chip shortage if they have like unexpected orders and they've been at 100 percent since the end of 2020 right and it, it was mostly just because people's hobbies changed with the pandemic yeah everybody had to work from home so everybody had to buy a laptop a chromebook every every student needed a chromebook if the school couldn't provide Mm -hmm. one or if the school the school probably couldn't provide one because they couldn't get one the quote-unquote shortage or really just the yeah that's huge Mm -hmm. spike in demand people don't realize we're making more stuff than we ever have. Yeah. It's one of the other problems was that a lot of companies, and I think the industry that is the largest culprit of this is the automotive industry. People weren't buying cars in March 2020. They got rid of all of their canceled all of their orders for computer chips. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the summer, we were like, hey, 
you're free again. Yeah, and, COVID's over. Yeah, and, and car companies were like, like give it. We we need those chips. And so now, like, they're all trying to put in these orders. TSMC is basically the only. I mean, there's TSMC, Samsung, and Intel, but TSMC. TSMC is the grand majority. The industries that did not flash their orders, such as the video game industry, for example, during the pandemic, like, I, I don't have numbers on this, but it, it's just a feeling like, are, are there not like, do you, are, there's a lot more people into PC gaming now. And we haven't seen the numbers quite yet. We haven't seen like this massive increase, but NVIDIA has stated that even though it's so hard to get one of their graphics cards, I had to shell out an arm and a leg to get one and it took me eight months, but... <laughs> And then I didn't even get the one that I wanted. They're manufacturing and selling more cards than they ever have before. And it's still impossible to get one. Yeah, I mean, obviously mining's a part of that. But, like, just anecdotally, I remember when when we were in high school, which was only, a, like, four, four years ago. Wow. Four years ago. Four years ago. Building a computer made you, like, some magical, like, per, like no, but nobody did that. That wasn't a thing. Now there are kids, like, you know, I work in electronics at Target. Kids are coming in, like teenagers, every single day, and they're, like, trying to buy accessories or for their custom PC that they just built. Or they're like, oh, do you have, like, any computer components? And it's like, this is Target, man. Yeah. <laughs> but this is happening all the time. Like, I, I, I feel like the, the hobby has definitely grown a yeah, lot. absolutely. I think the biggest, honestly, the biggest contributor to that is probably tech YouTube channels, like Linus Tech Tips, yeah. Jay's Two Cents. And yeah. Austin Evans, people like that have really shined a huge light on how, honestly, how accessible custom PC building is, especially when a few years ago, when pre-built systems were really not worth the money. There was the, 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 the markup for a pre-built system was honestly so big that custom building a PC was like hundreds of dollars cheaper for better hardware. The same, unfortunately, cannot be said in the current landscape where video cards are hundreds hundreds if not a thousand dollars over the msrp looking at a few months ago pre-built systems were actually being sold at or around msrp with pretty low build fees okay so one of the things that i think about that was a brief look at our conversation if you want to hear more from this conversation and more we hope to bring you longer podcasts on a frequent basis in the near future so follow our feed or subscribe on your platform of choice we hope to make this available on as many platforms as possible, so keep an eye out for that. Thank you so much for listening.